Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of M365 Voice. My name is Mike Marani. I'm Sarah Halsey. And I'm Antonio Mayo. And today uh, we've been talking about the travel, we've been talking about community, we've been talking about all the things we've been doing for the past few months. And we decided to not talk technical, and but talk about the community and all the events and what's happening in the community overall. So we're just going to talk about community. Yay. Um, yes, something different, I guess. So there has been, um, fortunately for us, we we enjoy it, but there has been, I think, a surge of more in-person events in the last few months, and I think that that's going to continue. So I know um, we're excited about a big in-person event, and I know I was just went to Canada to see you all last month. So do you want to talk, maybe start with uh, the Ottawa event? Sure, yes. So we did Ottawa early November, November 4. It was the first in person since COVID. Uh, decided to have, we have to go back in person. It was the right time to do it. It was safe to do it. Um, and uh, we were fortunate that the space that we, we use at Microsoft local office, they expanded it to more rooms. And so we expanded the track. Not only we did not include only M365, so we did Dynamics 365 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a really good uh, event. It was very successful. We had about 220 with each capacity, maximum capacity for that space. So it was, it was. I think it was a really good, good day. It was. And it was M365 Friday. So we did right. it on Friday as opposed to a Saturday, which uh, Ottawa being the capital of the country, um, this is where the federal government is. Friday actually, I think, worked really well for having federal government people come out to it. Um, so that was that was very positive. Like like you said, Mike, we had about 220 people attend. And then at the end of the day, how many did we have like in the final in the final um, uh, kind of closing statements and prize giveaway? It was, it was, it was over 100. At yeah, least. we had 140 at the end of the day. 40 at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which was great to see. Um, and we had what? Seven tracks, I think. We had seven tracks. We had 35 sessions. Yeah. Uh, we had 36 speakers from uh, from all over the world, we can say, from Europe, from a lot from the U.S., thankful to our friends from Europe and the U.S. and outside of the city, yeah. they always support us. So it was uh, great speakers, good topics, a good day. It was Western a good day. Canada also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the attendees, I think, asked very good questions. I know... Um, I know in my session, uh, they had a lot of really good product-related questions, um, strategy-related questions. Uh, and I know that I talked to quite a few attendees in between sessions as well. And they were just really happy to be there, uh, very well engaged. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the Microsoft office was fabulous, like right downtown, uh, close to a lot of stuff, close to a lot of the government offices. So it was really easy <laughs> for government employees to get there. Um, lots of space, uh, which was nice. Yeah, and the weather cooperated typically in November. In SharePoint Saturdays back in the days, we always used to get snow or it would be really, really cold. So, no, it was a beautiful was weekend. Yeah. The weather was lovely. It was warm. We we did get a bit of a walking tour the day after the event um, for some of us. And um, Antonio did a great job as, as tour guide. Um, it was lovely. The weather was lovely. The event was lovely. It was good to see people. Um, 
Yes, really good event. Yeah. Congratulations on running another good one. I was at the previous one, literally right before, I think, fall of 2019, yeah. right before COVID right. happened, and then at the first one after. Yeah, yeah, remember. Um, and then last week, Mike, you were at another in-person event. Yes, I was in Vegas at the M365 conference, uh, the second M365 conference for the year in Vegas. It was also a really good one, actually. Uh, it was a combination of M365, data intersection, and Azure AI. Uh, the attendees in total were pretty good, about 1,600. And um, uh, even I had a workshop at the end of the event, at the end of the week, on a Friday, and we had really good attendance. Also, great lineup of speakers, well organized. It's always good to be in person and connect with people. So I had a hands-on workshop, which a lot. It's nice to we can't really do it virtually, but um, very engaged attendees. Um, even when we were hanging out at the attendee party, or just a lot of attendees there, just getting engaged with the speakers and asking questions. So it's fun to go back in person connect with attendees and connect with others and see friends that you haven't seen in a long time. And then we've got another event coming up in January that that uh, we have loved attending in the past and uh, was always super well attended. Sarah, you want to tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, so we are very excited that um, SharePoint Saturday Twin Cities is coming back with an in-person event rebranded as M365 Twin Cities. But we are coming back with an in-person event on Saturday, January 21st. So, um, and uh, we're very excited to be back in person. And I think that we have, um, I think we have so far, I think we have 10 rooms running concurrently throughout the day. So we have room for 40 sessions. Um, and in terms of the quantity of speakers, I think that we have about 35 speakers coming. Um, including a lot of people from all over the US and there is a huge Canadian contingent that is coming in for this event, including Antonio, yes, um, yes. who wouldn't miss it. No. And and Mike, who uh, wouldn't miss it. Yes, I am going to have to miss it because I booked my vacation the same week way before you guys had to announce it. But you know, I'm I'm happy for you, but I'm sad at the same time I won't be able to, to make it. Yeah, uh, I'm sad that you won't be able to make it too. But uh, yes, so we are very excited. We're, I mean, we're not very excited that Mike won't be there, but Mike <laughs> won't be there. Um, Antonio and I will be there and we're delivering a session together nice. at the event. So um, so we are excited about it. But what I'd really like to do, um, Mike, is have you talk a little bit about, in order for people to find out how and where all of these events are happening, including Twin Cities and other events. Can you talk a little bit about the communitydays.org yeah. site, how it came about, and maybe we can even do a little bit of a demo and show people how they can find these kind of events and get registered. That's, that's a really good idea. So while I'm getting this one done, uh, a few months ago, a few of us decided to, we used to use SPS.org, uh, SPSevents.org. Uh, where people will go and find events and speakers will go and find events as well and submit. It was a nice way to kind of manage SharePoint Saturday events. And this kind of disappeared and things evolved into Microsoft 365 and things evolved through COVID. 
So a few of us decided that we want to replace that with something else. And we started with this website. And at the same time, Microsoft uh, was pulling together this Microsoft Global Community Initiative, uh, where it's led by part of Microsoft, part from the community as well, to help re-engage uh, communities or cities that have done events in the past and they kind of dropped off for whatever reason and trying to revive those communities. Some sites did, some cities did not. Some cities, uh, some events kept going, but the idea is to get engaged again with the community to help re, uh, reignite some of the events or existing events, whatever we can do to help them out. So those came from two separate places and then eventually uh, we we teamed up with Microsoft to put together this community days that work, which let me just share my screen here. And uh, we'll show you what is it about. So it is a, a site that you can go as a speaker, as an organizer, or as an attendee, you will be able to find cities from around the world. It does not have to be a small event. It's anywhere from small to large event. It can be anything. It can be a user group if you want to. It can be an M365 Dynamics 365 Azure, anything related to the community from the Microsoft point of view, you will be able to go and find one. So I will go through the site as uh, as a just regular user or a speaker. Uh, so you go to communitydays.org and you will see this banner that the top last four or five last sites or upcoming events as well. You can go through them. So here we go, Twin Cities is up here. Um, and then you can go and click on event details. And if you want to register for, for the event, there's a countdown on the, when the event is happening, link to the actual hashtags and the at mention on Twitter. So that's on one way to get to it. There is also some other upcoming events that you can see at the bottom here that you can go and browse through them. But what we like about this site actually is when you go into events, it will show you a few things that we, we worked hard to make it happen. You can go with upcoming events, previous events, or custom range. You can even go by the country, and this is all dynamic. So if you're interested to go and speak or attend an event in a different country, you can go and, and, and filter on that. You can filter on registration. You can filter on call for speakers, call for sponsors, and so and see. I want to go for call for speakers here. It would automatically goes and actually uh, filter that. So registration open. It will do the same thing as well, and I can go through each one of them. So if I click on M365 Twin Cities, it will give me the details on the right hand side. I can go register for it. If the call for speaker is closed, I cannot apply anymore. Uh, I can apply to be a sponsor, and it depends on if the actual information is ready or not. So you will have some sessions that it's been published. You see all the sessions, the speakers as well. Good lineup of speakers here. I can see quite a bit of Canadians. You are correct on that side here. Uh, the schedule, if it's up, if it's not up, the schedule. It's Ooh, not up yeah, yet. I'm working yet. on it. Um, and then the sponsors and the contacts. So that's how you can get to the site. So this is the site that is a go-to for a lot of attendees. 
as speakers to go like myself, I want to go and speak somewhere, I will be able to do that. Now, as an organizer, you will have to go and if you want to create a log, you want to create an event, you're going to have to create an account. Once you are approved, because we're going to have to vet to who you are before we give you an account on the site. Once you're approved, then you'll be able to go and create the actual event. It's really, really easy. It's a form. You just go fill in the information and go next, next, next. And then every page has a different type of information. They even approved me. But they did. Yes, that's uh, that's. You talk to someone, eh? <laughs> Not um, enough to get you to come to the Twin Cities for the event, but just enough to be able to create yeah, the event out there. I have to. Correct. I have to. I have to poke at you a little bit about that. That's correct. He'll be thinking about us as he's sipping margaritas on the beach while we're. That's right. Yeah, I will be tweeting about the margaritas on the beach. Actually, that is. <laughs> you got my word for this. So once you have an account, you will be able to come back every year or every time you have an event and create an event. It will be published right away. Uh, and it is integrated with Sessionize. Um, so once you enter everything and you 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 approve everything in Sessionize, it will automatically show up in into this, this site. So we're trying to make things a lot, a lot easier for the event organizers, the speakers as well, the sponsors and the attendees to go and find these kind of events. It really is easy, and um, as someone who coordinates speakers, who submits to speak at a lot of events, um, it's really nice that it integrates so well with Sessionize because many of us are familiar with using that as a tool. Makes it very easy to be able to submit sessions, and it's great to have that community feeling that I think Community Days brings to things. And if you're interested in organizing an event, whether it's a virtual event or an in-person event, you don't have to worry about standing up a website. Um, you can literally just know that you already have a great experience that's set up here. There's not a charge for it. It's community. It's powered by community people for the community, and it makes it very quick and easy to be able to get started. Exactly. And for anyone who has not done an event or has not done an event in a long time and they need some help, a few of us are working as part of the Microsoft Global Community Initiative. We are putting together a toolkit, like a startup toolkit that will help the newbies or some group of people that really don't know all the ins and outs of how to manage an event. So we're putting a toolkit that we're going to be sharing uh, early in the new year on how to put an event together. It has a lot of details on what you need to do. So uh, that should be available somewhere. We don't know where we're going to host that toolkit, but uh, it will be available to anyone to help you organize an event and start a new one. And my question for you, um, Community Days site, it's it's fantastic. It's really easy to find events and to register and uh, apply to speak at events and so on. My question is, is it only for free events or is it also for paid events where, where attendees have to pay to attend? Um, it is not only for free events. Um, not sure what the logistics are uh, now. Feel a lot of it is managed in the back end with with Microsoft, but it is not meant only for small free events. Even for big events and that are paid events, you'll be able to go and register and and promote your event as well there. Okay, just curious. Uh, I'm assuming the registration will take you back. So it's up to you how everything that you see on the site here, 
all the content is dynamic, but you manage the registration button, for example, you manage where the sessions are coming from. Uh, so if you have a paid event and you just take the users or the attendees to your paid site, that's how it works. Gotcha. Okay, good. So yes, uh, use it. It's it's very handy. Took a lot of just some get some credits to the people who developed it or worked on it. It was quite a bit of people. Uh, the main main person was was Tom. Tom, Tom Daly that worked on a lot of the back end and few of us jumped in and helped him um, to make sure that it went live. It took a lot of work, um, but yes, kudos to all of them. And Tom has been great because I know when I submitted the Twin Cities event for the site, um, he was fantastic because not everyone may know how to hook up Sessionize and get an API created to be able to feed this community day site. He had a helpful video that walks you through how to do everything. So you don't have to have a lot of experience mm -hmm. or technical capability. It's a wonderful thing about um, this Microsoft 365 community is that there are so many people who are willing to help. So it was very easy to get everything set up. Exactly. And it's, I think I like it. It's good, good looking site. Mm -hmm. I was very excited to be able to come back to Ottawa. It was fantastic to be able to be in one place at one time. Um, we had lofty goals, I think, of recording something, even something short, while all of us were in the same place at the same time in Ottawa. But it was too busy of a day, especially organizing an event. And um, and then Vegas, We, I think Antonia and I were both supposed to be there as well. Last year, we recorded something or the last time we were in Vegas, we recorded an episode, a couple episodes. Um, so we missed that chance. And now we'd have to remote you and Mike from a beach with a beverage while we're in Minnesota in winter. Yeah. Yes. I'll be happy to do that. I'd be very, very happy to share the sun with you. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> in winter. It's sort of, uh, yeah, it's uh, it might be many things. It might be sunny, but that means it'll be cold. Hold. Yeah. We'll hold you to that, Mike. We'll set up a time. Yes, absolutely. I I got all the time in the world while on the beach. So it's up to you if you have the time as an organizer. You may have all the time in the world. You may not have access to a phone. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. <laughs> so exactly. I I love it. Um it was great to be able to be at Ottawa. I'm excited about Twin Cities and having people come back. And I'm most excited about after what feels like a long time of getting back in the swing of having in-person conferences, but also having the in-person community events is so meaningful. And I'm thrilled to be able to see them coming back. Exactly, love it. We've got others for the new year too. So in May, we've got the M365 conference in Las Vegas again. Uh, that's another one. And then hopefully we'll start to see more on the Community Day site show up for, for the new year. I think we're gonna start seeing some populated for the spring and the summer, I, I think so. It's the site is is gaining ground, is getting pop, popular, and people are, are finding out about it. So we should be able to see a lot more. We already have like a, over a dozen communities uh, so events happening there already, whether it's virtual or not. But it's uh, it's gonna be full for the next few months, I think. Yeah, fantastic. We've all been part of the community for a long time. And uh, it means a lot to us um, 
sharing information to the community, attending events, organizing events. Um, people that we meet at events become our friends over time. Uh, so I think it's had a big impact on our lives. So glad to see it continuing and going back to in-person. Exactly, exactly. That's that's what gets me excited is just getting back into the community, just connecting with people, connecting with attendees, and having that feeling that you have made, whether it's a really tiny impact on someone from a work perspective, if they learn something a little bit, uh, for me, it's very exciting. <clears throat> we met at a community event, didn't we, Mike? We did. We, we met in St. Louis. I don't remember which year, though, but St. Louis was the place I think we met. It was St. Louis. Um, yeah. I think it was, it, it was at the SharePoint Saturday St. Louis event. So um, love being able to do these and to be able to connect. And you never know where it will bring you. One of the most special things that um, as an organizer and as a speaker that I love to hear about is how it brings people together. And um, many times I've heard of people who have come to one of these events and maybe found even if they maybe they were looking for a new job opportunity, maybe they weren't looking, but they made connections with people that led them to. Um, a future career opportunity or being able to build friendships with people um, or even podcasts. Um, so you never can tell how it's going to benefit you to participate and to go to some of these. So. Love it. Uh, love this topic. We're going to talk probably for hours about the community, the experiences we've had, the fun we've had, the challenges we've had, sometimes getting out of twin cities with a snowstorm a few years ago at uh, but it's, been, it's, it's great. It's actually, it's, uh, I love it. Love to do that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for watching us. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.